Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh yeah, we're back. We're back with another block rock and beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Hey folks, how you doing? Thanks for tuning in. It's us again. You're not talking to them. You're talking to me, Hannah. Oh, thanks for tuning into the Steph show, everyone. <laughs> it's all about me. I always wind up. Every, always... every week I like to uh, send a call for help out there I always... to other wives with I... a narcissist for a husband. I always wind up, Hannah, by doing things like... She asked me for a photo the other day, didn't you? Of you just like working on your computer or something. So like, can you take a photo of me working on my computer? So I take a photo of her working on a computer, but then like splice it in Photoshop with just a picture of me on her computer. Like she's looking at a picture of me. <laughs> they just hand it to her and all launch her. Like, there you go, Hannah. And she's like, you are such it a It used twat. to be funny. It's like a, an ongoing joke where I'm only half in. the party yeah. finds it funny now. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? Steph survived uh, his... Uh, weekend solo parenting this weekend because i went to visit my sister in london so you were going alone weren't you yeah man i was uh riding without any uh without a wingmate uh a wingman it was hard it was hard but it was very rewarding at the same time uh, there's it, just a simple trick and that's just like don't think that you can have any time to yourself or don't basically be selfless the whole weekend the whole weekend so you've got to basically take them out as much as you can mm-hmm. and just try and I, I i i approach it very pragmatically i'm like this is they're like little batteries that need to be displaced like discharged and just treat it like that so it's like a kind of it becomes almost like a mission they're fully charged i need to drain them out so let's just take i mean i went to the trampoline park with them and that was a great thing to do because they just bounce around constantly and even grayson was sweating and it's weird <laughs> seeing like a, a seven-year-old sweat because they don't normally sweat those little things but he was sweating so like, dad what's all this wet all over me I was like, that's sweat kid yeah you keep bouncing you keep bouncing give give dad a break tonight how was um how was london oh it was so good but as soon as i got off the train because obviously i haven't been back to london for quite some time because of uh covid I felt really emotional when I got off the train. Like, like I was literally at the train station at Paddington, like trying not to cry because I just felt so emotional. Like because of all those years that we lived there, mm. it just felt like going home weirdly, even though I don't see it as home anymore. It really felt like I was going home. Mm. Um, and then for the rest of the weekend, I basically spent the whole weekend trying not to want to move back there. <laughs> but it's just so... When you haven't been out or like lived somewhere that's like well I'd say we're quite in the country here even though we live in a city like to go back somewhere like London that's really diverse and interesting and everyone is totally different and there's always so much going on like it's such an electric vibrant city and you turn the corner and something weird's happening or like 
I don't know it's just so diverse isn't it and I, mm. I didn't realize how much I missed that you know and and how much I missed all the food oh my god the food in London is just so good yeah I do miss the food it's one of the things I miss the most I think when we're multi-trillionaires I'll probably buy like a little flat in London somewhere that we can just kind of stay at you'll buy it will you <laughs> yeah I'll buy it I'll buy it for you as a present um and we'll have it there we can get so we can go up at weekends and stuff and stay there it's uh yeah i've got to go i'm going up on thursday actually which will be the first time i've been back there in a, probably over a year I'd i'm say. so excited for you you've got nice weather on thursday as well mm. yeah you're gonna yeah. love it which is good because it's actually for a brand where i've got to go to a, a shop and pick up an electric bike and ride it around it's quite a nice brief um um but things are starting to pick up again now after a, a, almost like a year of nothing which is great like we just did this amazing job for uh for lego which is like the dream because you get paid to build lego i'm like you if you'd have told me at eight years old, when you get older stuff, you're going to get paid to build Lego, I would have, I probably would have, I don't know what I'd done, but I, it wouldn't have been pretty. Um, but yeah, so we were built, we built some Lego art. It was like, it's really actually, it's really, um, I love it. It's a Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, um, it is And it's really kind of like, cool. um, it's this beautiful uh, piece. It's the artist completely forgot, forgot his name Andy now. Warhol. Andy Warhol. You're yeah. ruining my, the content isn't out yet, Steph, so shush. <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's free promo for a Lego. They'll be loving this. They won't even listen to this. What am I talking about? I really not. want to flick this. Steph has got on his desk, there's like, he's got this like floating moon that spins around and I really just want to flick it. Yeah, it's like using magnets to float. I tell the kids it's magic. I just want to blip. Yeah. Flick it. Go on. No, not oh. that hard. God, you <laughs> punched it. Flick it's a it. really strong magnet. It didn't fall off. Jesus, it looks like no, a No, I didn't. I just went like that. Ah! Oh! Why'd you do it again? Oh, Cody, you have no idea how tricky that is to make that float again. Just leave it. <laughs> Ruined my day. Um, yeah, so that's so that's cool to get to get work back in again. We had we've had some work on the podcast as well for the first time. We uh, worked we worked with who they, the 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 um oh, oh god they, the sticky things to stick things to the wall uh, uh, connect. Oh. Come on, we do you're that. okay Han you're not okay Han are I've got, you I always do this thing where I panic and then I forget the name of something <laughs> that I know I do that sometimes if I'm like if I'm because I've been like rehearsing some yoga mm. rehearsing <laughs> some yoga classes to film sometimes I'll get halfway through and I'll just completely like have a mind blank yeah I get them which the doesn't time. bode well does it <laughs> I, it's the pressure. I get I, I get it all the time where there's something really simple that I need to say mm. and then I just then all of a sudden I don't I can't think about it but then it makes it 10 times worse because I can't think about it and then I think the, the second you put pressure on anything this is what I've learned in my life the second I put pressure on myself or anyone puts pressure on me I either don't want to do the thing mm. or I become really rubbish at the thing. It's yeah. so much better when you just take all the pressure away and just be like well if it works it works if it doesn't then it doesn't matter. Yeah, you know? this might be a bit TMI but that's very true for the, 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 it's the, definitely TMI. I know what you're going to say. The intimate time. There can't be any pressure on it. <laughs> if there's any pressure on it, then it's not It's not happening. It has to be no pressure. <laughs> I can't deal with He's pressure. He's a very spare of the moment kind of guy. <laughs> anyway, swiftly moving I on. I don't like pressure. Have it's, you got any recommendations this um, week, my darling? Uh, this is what I always found weird about like Bond films and stuff like that, where like he'll, Bond will just like rock up into a shower and start making love to somebody. Oh, but TV is really unrepresentative of a, like a, sex. And so is but sometimes, hey, he walks into the room and he starts making love to somebody in the shower without even saying, do you mind if I do this? Do you mind if I, we have a little bit of a jiggy jiggy? Baka boom, waka waka wow wow, whatever you want to call it. And he, so he just assumes she wants it, which is a bit problematic. But also, he must walk in with a full on erection while she's in the shower, which would be a bit weird to just rock up, assume not only just assuming 
she wants you. Yeah, but, but it also wouldn't with be a very boner. interesting vl- viewing if <laughs> she had to warm him up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I always found that a little bit weird. I, I, I don't like I don't like the way to, sort of films and TV does that. They put these unrealistic expectations on on sex yeah, scenes. Yeah, true. But when so you're like, does the whole porn industry throw each other down on the bed and start making love? I'm always watching it with somebody I'm with, being like, you know, that's you know, <laughs> that's not how it can go down. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's uh, let's move swiftly. Anyway, on. so you don't have any recommendations then? <laughs> oh, um, no, I don't. want I've just do. started reading a book at the moment, which I really like. Um, I'm about quarter of the way through. This is the one last night I couldn't put it down. I've randomly really got into thrillers, which is a kind of genre of book that I've never, ever been interested in before, ever. I've just really not f- floated my boat, you know? Um, and I've read two recently, and now I'm on the third one, and I'm like, this is my new thing. I love this. But the only problem with it is that they tend to be uh, quite page-turner type books. So... I find it really hard to put them down at night and I'm like, I need to go to sleep now. I need to go to sleep now. And my eyes are like literally falling asleep, like cl- closing. And I'm like, I just need to turn the next page and find out what happens. I think and... re- mm, sorry. Carry on. No, no, sorry. I thought, I thought you were finishing. Carry so, on. Uh, so I'm reading this book at the moment. It's called The Therapist. And it's about um, this couple that move into like a gated community in London. And she finds out that somebody died in the house before they moved there and I've not got very far through but it's very good so far so I'm going to recommend that even though I haven't finished it because I'm really enjoying it and if I had the time I think I could just read it all in one sitting because it's that type of like it really pulls you in but it's also a really nice easy read. I think it's a bit chuggy. What's chuggy? You're not down with the you're not down with the slang. No, of course I'm not. I'm Some, never I'm never down with anything stuff. Someone's not been watching reels. Uh Chugi is a new term. I think millennials co- coined it for people who do things like Technically I am a millennial, you know, by one year. Mm, um let me give you the actual definition. It means things like... Uh, let me give you some examples. Oh, it does make you feel really old when like kids make up these words and you're like, why are you making up these words? <laughs> a chugi um is is basically anyone who like kind of has um you know like sort of a, a mug with like girl boss written on it and stuff like that or like ugg boots or or like um hang on let me let me give you proper it's, it's not quite like it's not quite basic which can describe someone who is a uh, conformist or perhaps so it's basically like a nice way of saying basic and, bitch. and it's not quite uncool it's not embarrassing or even always negative chuggy pronounced as chuggy can be used broadly to describe someone who is um out of date or trying too hard oh. I'm not trying too hard, though. I'm just out of date. And while a lot of chuggy things are associated with millennial women, the term can be applied to anyone of any gender of any age. Chuggy. It's not just a way to describe people, according to uh, the people who have been um, embraced by the blah, 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 blah. blah. You know, I just won't remember this. uh, Things that are are unchuggy, according to its... um, uh, Yeah, according to... uh, It's thrifting, making your own clothes, handmade products, Levi jeans... They're unchuggy. Home decor, not found at Target. Looking for you, looking. So Levi jeans are cool. Um, I think so, apparently so. God, I'm so di- I'm so out of touch with all this stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, it's things that you would say if you were chuggy, you'd be like, uh, "Life's a beach." Oh God. Mm-hmm. I did a thing after dying slash cutting your hair. View um, hashtag views for mountain photos. <laughs> 
I'm feeling 22 on 22nd birthday. How do you know this word? Um, I was just going through a couple of reels today, okay. looking at raw reels and uh, for research for our latest vlog. And uh, I think I'm going to offend quite a few people actually. On I did a vlog. reel. I did my first reel. You proud of me? Yeah, I am actually, considering you're such an old lady who hates embracing new technology. I really hate embracing new technology, like with a passion. Mm. I don't know why. I just have no time for it. I'm mm. like the opposite of you. And I think almost because you're so uh, tech friendly and you love that kind of thing, it's almost made me worse because I'm like, oh, Steph can just do it for me. I don't yeah. have to learn it. I don't have to be involved in it. But yeah, put my first reel up. How did it feel? Um, Slightly soul crushing because I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to embrace it, but I thought, oh, fuck it. I'll just do one and see yeah. what happens. Um, I didn't jump into any clothes, so don't worry about that. All I right. just did a little like mini vlog of my trip to London at the weekend. It was actually quite nice to put something together. Because I would forget all of that stuff. So now I'm like, oh, there's little snapshots of my weekend all in one place. It's more for me, really. Yeah. Selfish bitch. That's how you have to treat it, I think. I think uh, what you did what you did for Pinterest, that job that you did fairly recently for Pinterest, where you did almost like their version of their reels, where you did like oh, a yeah. mindfulness thing. I thought that was really good. Yeah, I liked um, that. I, um, yeah, I... I Honestly, I'm 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 go- I've gone in hard on on our latest vlog uh, because it's almost like a structured reality kind of sc- some mm-hmm. scripted elements in there. So there's kind of this scene that plays out with our manager, who's an actress, who is trying to get us on board with doing reels, and um, then there's me not wanting to do it and really hating the idea, and then watching some of them. And I had to watch a few of them just because I had to kind of go through and watch them to see like mm-hmm. what they were like. And oh, oh man, I honestly, it's it's. It's one of those things where I just walk away from it feeling like just a, a little bit angry, a little bit disappointed. I can always tell when you're watching reels because I can tell by the type of music. The grimace of my face as well. Like there's a certain few songs that everyone uses that I'm just like, oh, oh God, yeah, I just yeah. don't want to hear that song ever. Oh, this, I know there's a thing, those songs they just play over and over and you're like, oh my God, one after the other of these horrible songs. Do you remember when it oh. used to be, um, I don't think it is anymore, but it used to be. That was my... Is anybody out there? See, I've not had... If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. That one. But I don't oh. really I don't really go on it, so it's so so you know what it is though? It's I know every week we come here and we bitch about reels <laughs> and TikTok. And now I'm doing that, it. But I have a I I and I all it is is it's just us being too old. And this is it's the sign, it's the surefire sign that we're past it because there mm. comes a, po- a pivotal point. I'm not point that old though. I'm only 32. Life. No, but like when you Speak just... Speak yourself. When you just become a little bit too old for the trendy stuff with yeah. everyone likes. I mean, that's just like, been that's, my whole life. Exactly. And, but I think like <laughs> there, comes a point, cool. there comes a point in life where you just get a bit too old to get something. Yeah. Like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get yeah. why that's good. And, and, and then that, that's what alienates you. And that's what mm. means that... And I think that this is it. This is the thing. And that's probably what frustrates me because I see these guys and they got these they're dead behind the eyes and they 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 do these like kind of pouty things they're so narcissistic they're such narcissists and how they have like millions of views on these videos of them just twirling around and like pouting at the camera and like they're so self-assured so are oh, just so narcissistic i cannot handle it that i'm like how where are the haters here come on come on haters <laughs> where are you we need you now more than ever please I know all this bloody hashtag be kind. Forget about that for a bit. We need we need to for, pause the hashtag be kind for a bit and sort out this shit that's going on on bloody reels with all these blokes thinking that they're fucking God's gift to whoever. Awful, awful, awful. Makes me want to be sick. Um, makes me really want to be sick. How he they says do- wearing his own merchandise right now. Well, nobody can see me, so it's fine. <laughs> nobody can see me. It's all right. <laughs> I just don't understand how people don't have people around them to tell them you are a dickhead. I've got plenty of those people telling me that all the time, and it's great. I no, you don't. It. It's just me. Nah, my, my boys tell me all the time. Okay, good. Yeah, my boys always telling me I'm a dickhead. Why? Why? Why do you keep calling me, mate? I've told you I don't want to speak to you anymore. <laughs> You're a dick. <laughs> hey, I love you, mate. I love it when you do this. <laughs> yeah, that's what mate, the friends are for. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, the the video we're going to put up on Sunday is a little bit of a hit piece on that kind of that, sh- that those guys. There's going to be a few people in there that they're probably going to hate me, and I'm going to get some backlash from some of these vapid twats. But I don't care. Did you hear that we're meant to have a heat wave? Are we now? Yeah, we're meant to have a heat Who wave. Who told you that, babe? I just seen on somebody put up on Instagram, and I am so excited for no rain. It hailed yesterday when I went on the school run. Yeah, hailed. Yeah, I, know, but I was like, what run. the f- is this? Mm, yeah. Oh, that's good. We need a bit of heat. I know. It seems like in the UK now everything's opened up. It's just like really awful weather. So you still don't want to go out because it's like it's just cold and miserable. By the way, proud of you and me for this uh, eight months on, eight months off we've done now of drinking. Eight months we've done. Yeah. It's weird though because the more we do it, the easier it is. Yeah, I find that. And the more I find myself almost going the other way in that like, I just don't really want to drink now. Like, I don't feel... Like, I still enjoy a couple of glasses of wine in a social situation or, like, a glass of wine with a roast dinner or whatever. But I don't feel like it would be the end of the world if I just didn't, you know? Like, I am I, I feel like I could potentially, at some point in the future, just not drink. Yeah, but you know what? I do miss that like little buzz you get off a couple of glasses like of, of rosé. Yeah. You know, yeah, when yeah. you get that little kind of, oh, yeah, that feels good. I miss that. Uh, but I do prefer, weirdly, the months off drinking yeah. to the months drinking. I feel better. Yeah. And I just feel more alert and I just feel a bit better. Yeah, and I'm more productive and I'm better. Just... We argue less, which is great. I Far less. I say we argue a lot when we're drinking. Though, oh, we don't... my God. That's when we have our massive rouses when we drunk many years ago not really recently yeah i would say maybe like when we had young young kids if we would drink 
the lack of sleep and then being drunk isn't a great combination. I would say also you save a shit ton of money because it yeah, is expensive true. when you yeah, drink your wine. Um, oh my God. So I actually did have, I had a golden ticket at the weekend because I was with my sister and I hadn't seen my sister in so long and we were child free. So we did share some wine. Yeah. Um, oh my God, the prices in London, I forgot how bad they you were. You said it was 15 pounds for paid, a glass of wine. I paid 15 pounds for one glass of wine. It was a very big glass of wine. Like it wasn't like... Okay. A small glass. Yeah. Like it was, they were it's decent, still, but man. that's like, pounds. I know, I know. I like, I drank it so slowly. I can't even tell you. I, I was would, there I, for like an hour. Like, I would have literally, this. if I, somebody's handed me a glass of 15 pound wine, I would have trained up as a con, a wine connoisseur and made sure I literally had like, just appreciated every tiny sip of that wine. It was really nice. <laughs> um, it was, I mean, the thing about it though, is it wasn't particularly like, any fancy wine mm. it was it was the cheapest wine they had <laughs> yeah i wish i was more like i'm a bit of a philistine when it comes to wine because i go into a wine shop and i'm like i mean i don't really i'm so looking around thinking i don't really know what i'm doing here yeah. my sister when she ordered just went what's the cheapest wine you have i was like Shh. <laughs> i love that <laughs> that's that basically another way of saying that is can i have your house yeah, house wine. yeah, yeah. that's normally another a kind of polite way of saying give me the cheap shit yeah but but, but no it was nice to share some wine together um but equally, like, I could have just not, you know, mm. um, which I don't know, just coming from a, like a a culture where it's, he's just, bark- oh, sorry, our dog's barking at the recycling van that's coming down the street. Um, but equally, just coming from a culture where drinking is so embraced and thought of as normal and like if you don't drink when you're out in a social group people are like why aren't you drinking or go mm. on just have one like there's quite a lot of pressure to drink um mm. and i don't like that like we were That's talking about earlier it ties in quite well actually the second you put pressure on me I'm like i don't want to do anything so i don't want to feel like i have to drink just because i'm in a social situation and actually from having these months off drinking i think that Sometimes I prefer social situations when I'm just completely sober and I haven't yeah. even had one glass of wine because I'm like, I'm bringing better chat. It doesn't go downhill. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm more able to to kind of engage with people yeah. on a different level than if I was like just slightly. What do you think we're going to do after the after we do a year of doing this month on month off? What do you think we'll do after that? Do you think we'll continue it on? I, I'd like to. Yeah, I mean, to me, I'm not really, I'm not really fussed about stopping yeah I, i'd like to i think we we should do that i think yeah i mean you're sort of entering into that kind of plant-based now aren't you yeah. so you're kind of going in that direction yeah it's very baby steps mm. for me though i think the thing i find hardest like so for example for the whole weekend in london i went vegetarian mm. um just because it was so easy for me to do it mm. like we were just we were obviously staying at a hotel and we were eating out so mm. i just made choices that didn't involve meat mm. um and the food options are so great that you don't feel like you're missing anything. Um, but then coming back into a family situation where certain members of the family don't eat certain things, mm. that there's only a few easy, quick options for a busy family lifestyle that we normally have anyway. So then to remove the meat part from that, it becomes like this big challenge to find something that the whole family is going to eat do you know mm. what i mean and well, be satisfied we just open the fridge and be like what the f- can we make out of this be like rattling yeah. around so i yeah. feel like i would like what i would like to do at some point when i have some free time is to kind of get like not a cookbook but like almost like a guide of how to become 
vegetarian i know it sounds really basic because obviously you just cut out meat but like i i feel like i need to educate myself properly first um before and i I don't want to force it onto our Mm. kids but i mean they're not massively fussed about meat anyway Mm. um it's just you honey you're the problem (laughs) (laughs) it's fine i can have the meat you can have the alternatives it's fine but um it's funny how your whole venture into this yogi lifestyle is kind of uh, it's kind of pushing you into the direction of like mm. less alcohol consumption yeah. less less consumption of just buying yeah. stuff yeah and um and and more like plant-based so yeah it's kind well of, one it, of the like sort of not guidelines for lack of a better word guidelines um is only take what you need mm. and i don't know that just really when i was learning about it it really resonated with me i was like god yeah like we're shopping all the time sometimes like we were we uh, we have had points in our lives previously where we were quite wasteful with with food um and this part of the course that I was doing was just I don't know it really resonated with me and I was like I don't need to eat meat I don't need to and Mm. I love animals so in my brain I'm like why would I Mm. why would I eat them if I don't need to if there's other options yeah yeah it's funny because it it was for such a, a a niche thing for such a long time but it's mm. so main it's become so mainstream now mm, um i, I reckon great. give it give it like five ten years i i reckon they'll substitute meats will be so good that you won't be able to tell the difference i'll be on board with it the minute you can make meat taste like, like substitute meat taste like meat and make it easy for mm. me to do it i'm a hundred percent go plant would 100 percent go plant-based it within i easy. think and also if we're when we're trillionaires I I would definitely if like if if money was no obstacle I would 100% be like okay well I want a nutritionist to come in and cook my food and I want it all to be plant based but I want enough I want enough nutrition from it that I don't have to kind of you know that I that yeah, they know could. what they're doing I with my body I think for a lot of people they're probably quite similar to us in that they have a very busy lifestyle maybe they've got some young children and actually like it sounds really lazy but it's it's quite a challenge to then create yeah meals that are tasty that everyone's gonna eat it is quite a challenge i mean it's I, a challenge anyway like on a daily basis with our kids like i soiree i had a little soiree 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 uh with with the lifestyle for six weeks and i initially found it really uh, quite easy because i just basically lived on falafels and i love falafels i was like that's all right live on falafels but after six weeks of just falafels you didn't do any like, research though you just went straight anymore. into it you didn't like you didn't substitute you didn't find see what i'm doing is like i'm gradually finding things to replace other things mm. like oat milk and coffee like that's an easy thing to swap out i'll tell you one thing i did find that was very interesting about it though i was desperate to tell everyone i was a vegan when i was a vegan i couldn't i couldn't wait to tell anyone anyone really? i met I just wanted to somehow get it into a conversation that I was a vegan. I was desperate. I think vegans get a bad rep. They do get a bad rep. I think because there's a, some of them are quite militant. Some of them are really cool. Like our babysitter, she's been a vegan since mm. she was three, I think, or something like that. Mm. She's, and she's 18 or 19 now. Always been a vegan her whole life. And she's really cool with it. She's like kind of like, it's just what she is. Completely non-judgmental. But some of them are yeah. so militant and so like very judgmental and very much like very angry at anyone who had the audacity to eat meat mm. um, and very hostile towards them. That, that kind of gives everyone else, the, the, the mm. vegans, a bad reputation, I think. I think and difficult... also people are very protective over their, 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 their meat eating. Like they feel almost like... Uh, they have something they need to defend. Like, how dare you tell me what I can and can't eat? I'm allowed to eat meat. I love eating meat. I've been eating meat in my heart. They, they're so polarized in that 
mindset of like being a meat eater that they're completely unwilling to to to, to actually address it and be like actually should I be doing this is this really the right thing to be mm, doing right I now I think for me it's it sounds bad but it's more of a one of those things where quite often humans can not acknowledge something's going on because it doesn't directly affect you or you can't directly see it so you you would continue to eat a certain way because you can't see the farms and and Mm. how they treat the animals and stuff and i don't even want i know it's going on i don't need to see it i've seen like clips and things here or there and everywhere and i don't need to to see like a full-length documentary for me to know how horrific some of these places are yeah for me to be encouraged then to even just eat less yeah. you know I, but i feel like that's 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 true for ev not just for for meat eating um but i think that's true for across the spectrum of ideologies uh, and political persuasions is i feel that your what you feel about it is okay because you can just feel about that while you're sitting in your house and have these opinions mm-hmm. but, but you're not seeing the direct uh, yeah. result of of your ideology or how that how your vision on the world has a negative impact on other people yeah. so you or just, how you're living you just or think, what well you're i'm saying. doing it the right way and this is the right way and it should all be done this way and yeah. this is because i'm a kind person and whatever it's like well you thinking that probably can actually cause more harm um somewhere out there than you realize um mm. and it's 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 very difficult to step out of that mindset and be like actually am i am i thinking about this for the right reason like mm. am i being truly virtuous or, or is it. my I virtue think, actually think, compromising people in some some way down the line yeah i think you could never really like for example with us i would never say to you i think you should be going more plant-based and you should be sw- switching mm. out your milk or eating less meat or whatever mm. I just I wouldn't I couldn't do that because it has to come from the person and they have to want to do it they Mm. have to want to do it for the right reasons as well it can't otherwise it's not going to last so to come from it from a place where you actually genuinely care and you want to make the changes even if they don't taste as good like Mm. you're you're doing it because you know it's fundamentally you think it's the right thing to do it can't be somebody else telling you it's the right thing to do you know but this is the problem this is the problem how i'm conflicted i do think it's the right thing to do but you don't do it but i don't do it because i'm lazy and i think and then it's bad to be like well i should do it and i know i should i think it's really good to admit that though and for me as well i'm like the same i'm like i would go full vegan if i vegan's different to plant-based because then you're like not you know that it's very different yeah but like i would go full plant-based if I put some time and energy into creating certain recipes and finding alternatives that I really like the taste of. But I do think this comes down to a lot to have the financial freedom to be able to have the time to be able to do that. So if you can have that financial freedom, which we don't currently have, which we're always fighting to to get, like that's what we're constantly Mm. striving for that, that you can have that time. Like I want the financial freedom to be able to kind of A, go plant-based and just be able to... um, uh, you know be able to do that and be like work on creative projects and do these other things you know mm. that i want to do that i really want to do but doesn't everybody everybody does exactly but the things you've got to work tirelessly to get there some people get lucky and get there quicker and some people it takes a little bit longer um so i think you know the more that this is what this is the only reason my you know why i'm so relentless about like trying to build companies and businesses and do, make money is because i just feel i want that i want the freedom that comes with that that's all i care play, yeah. that's all i care about is the freedom i just want i don't I know. want i feel the same i'm like we get this one 
well, this one lifetime. And we spend it like try and make money. Mm. And and when you zoom out, you're like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we not just exploring and playing and like, mm. I know we have to because that's just the way our world works. Yeah, but I've... it feels like such a waste sometime when you've got this beautiful day outside and you're like, oh, I've got to sit in an office and like, you know, my, you know my friend Mark. He's um, he's a lawyer and he earns millions a year. He's super rich. He's one of the richest one of our friends who's, who's grown up. He's just super super rich, um, and he is so into his work. Like he's so into his work that I reckon if his house was on fire and he had the choice to either save his family or his job, he'd <laughs> probably save his job. He probably would. He's that into his work. He's obsessive about it. Obsessive and. Uh, and it's really boring, tedious lawyer stuff. So I don't even know how he's into it that much. But he just loves it. And he just loves making money. And he loves being super rich. Mm. And he's just like having the best time. So I'm like, well, that's quite cool. I respect that. Like you're, you know, if he was doing it, being like, I hate this. I'm just going to do it yeah, for a few yeah. more years. I'm going to get out. He's like, no, I absolutely love it. And, you know, is what I'm... This that's is what, good. Good for him. Yeah. So I, I kind of think, you know, that's great. It's a great place to be. Mm-hmm. Doing something that I would consider to be uh, like the worst. But he he loves it. And yeah. well, how great would that be? So, um, yeah, no. That's what I'm working towards, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there, Hannah Mags. We'll get there, and then we'll, then we'll go forward plant based. We'll tell everyone this. I don't mind. Really I'm meet. happy where we are. Yeah, you've I, got I, such a focus on like being insanely rich, no, I'm, and I'm, I'm like, not, I actually not, don't. I don't. It's not. Really, that I want to be rich. That's just, not massively my goal. You I just know? don't want to be worried anymore. Yeah. And if COVID nineteen taught me anything, it's that shit, man. We, we're not. Have some backups. Yeah. We need backups, and and I don't want to be worried. I don't want to be scared, and I don't want four a.m waking up with anxiety thinking shit what's going to happen it's all coming crashing down uh yeah but you've been that way since i've known you i know i think it's just an innate thing from the way you grew up Mm, yeah um yeah maybe maybe i don't think even if you even if you did become mega rich you'd then be worried about sustaining it or what if everything Mm. do you know what i mean there would always be something else to worry about i think that's an important thing to do is just to it's not one thing I learned in yoga is like it's not getting to that peak pose it's not getting into your like headstand or your split or whatever it's not that point that brings the the joy it's the working toward the striving the journey mm-hmm. that you need to enjoy and le- or learn to enjoy you're right however since in my I think <laughs> gonna rip that apart aren't no, you? no 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 it's true it's true, it's true. <laughs> It's true. I completely agree with that. It is the journey, and that's that's what always makes me worried about. It. If ever if ever I got to the point where we were so comfortable that we could, uh, well, we could just relax, then I would. I don't know. Where, I, I'd probably have a bit of a, a crisis. But I, um, but I do think that ever since I was like kind of twenty seven, twenty eight, and I'm now forty, I've been financially like comfortable and okay, mm. and not worried about money. Before that, I was very worried about money, and then COVID happened, work stopped, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh my god, everything back stopped!" Here, yeah. And then I came, I came right back to that kid who was like, you know, twenty four, twenty five, really worried about money and thinking, "Shit, what's gonna? How are we gonna? We can't keep going like this." I think um, for a lot of people, and you know, they had things like furlough, or they had like grants, or they had whatever they could get to kind of get out. We didn't really have anything, and every everything stopped. So I was suddenly like, "Shit." But all that did, it just made me go like, right, okay, I'm, I'm going to work my balls off now on something and make something else work. So I'm more motivated now in my life than I've ever been, ever. I'm so, like, motivated. And the good thing is about the latest project that we're I working on. Can we wrap it up? Oh, God, okay. All right. You just go here, honey. No, it's not live. We're not doing a live. 
just let it go. Well, I can just see you going off on a massive, really long tangent, and I'm like, no, oh my I just God, say, how much longer okay, is let, he going to not I, breathe I, I, for? I'll just end on this. I just say the latest project that we're working on, the good thing about that is it's not a, a thing for me. It's a thing for everybody. So it's a thing that everyone benefits from rather than just be like, oh, guys, I've got a new website selling this yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like something that everyone that, yeah, that sells something can benefit from, which is great. So, it, and that's what I want to do is create something that I can feel a bit like, oh, okay, well, it's not just all about me. Everyone, everyone wins, and then I feel and better. And that concludes the Steph show for today. Oh, Coney, sorry, I sit here quietly. Should I? I'm joking. <laughs> I was just bringing it back to the beginning, nicely. Okay. All right, Chucky. Thanks for everyone for listening. Uh, you've been great. We've been marvelous. Thanks, um, guys. We'll see you all next week. See you for next week. More, more shenanigans. Bye. Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model in the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today.